0: following programs views claims or representations may not reflect those of am 1420 the answer or selah media group welcome to the bullington capital report hosted by bill bullington
1: Like it or not, <laughs> feel free to call us, 216-910-0945, 216 945 got a lot of good stuff to talk about this morning, uh, and I think I'll start off by <clears throat> kind of promoting the upcoming seminar. They're free, the uh, which is always good. Um, we always have refreshments there that are done by four- and five-star chefs that work for tri Corporate College that uh, I, I'm I can't remember where they came from. I'll have to ask again. There were some pretty big uh, big restaurants, big hotel chains. I'm sure they've actually gotten people from the Ritz over there. I know they do. So that's a really fun thing. And uh doesn't cost anything, which is kind of nice. And that's actually going to be Thursday, September 20th. It's going to start at 630. And the, the main topic is the highest rate of return that you can get on quote unquote safe investments. And uh, um, anyway, so it should be a lot of fun. No cost to attend. Seating is limited. You can go to BullingtonCapital.com to sign up for that online. We'll be doing uh, some pretty interesting things between now and then. I'm going to put up the Lookout for the Bull website again. It'll be different this time. We're going to start it off with one of the, top, one of the things that we're going to be talking about at the workshop as well. One of the safer ways to invest in stocks and uh, I'm going to describe exactly how to do that. to We're going to be posting, actually, myself and uh, um, Michael Seeger, the guy that was here last week with me, the uh, intern who's going to case. He's going to actually be running that thing. I'm going to give him the data. I'm going to put out the material, the educational material on it. And it'll be a little subscription warp, uh, uh, website that you can you know, subscribe to relatively inexpensively. And you can do some of the stuff that we're doing. Uh, if you don't want to call me, <laughs> then we'll give you another option. You'll be able to look it up and, and do some of that stuff. And, and by the way, those are stocks. So that's why we're putting the quotation marks around the word safe. Because stocks are very volatile, uh, but there are a lot of things that you can do to take a lot of the risk out of it. Or at least reduce it. Can't You'll never be able to eliminate all of it. That's just not happening. In fact, the risk with stocks is pretty high, and uh, a little bit later in today's program, we'll talk about a few stocks that have come up in conversation this past week that I thought were very interesting. So stay tuned for that. The uh, I think one of them has a pretty decent opportunity. Uh, Others are stocks that we people have asked about that are good companies but have really high valuations. What does that mean? Uh, That means, let's say you're buying real estate and you're looking at a house, you really love the house, and the house is selling for $240 a square foot in a neighborhood where all the other houses are selling for $140. That means that if you really like that house and you buy it, you may have to wait an incredibly long time to be able to sell it and get your money back. Now, if you, for some reason that same house goes up for sale and it's only $100 a square foot because... Something happened, you know, people have to move quickly and they're willing to take a whole lot less money, then that might be a really good idea. (laughs) So that's kind of what we're, uh, you know, stocks do that all the time. And uh, again, we'll be talking about that in a little more detail later on in today's show. And if you guys have any topics that you'd like me to talk about, feel free to email me, bill at bullingtoncapital.com. I've been doing this show since 1996. Think about that for a second. <laughs> 1996, that, that kind of blows my mind. And it gets a little hard to find topics to keep talking about. <laughs> so if you have any questions, feel free to email me, bill at bullingtoncapital.com. And I would be glad, more than glad, to try to adjust, or address those on the show. In fact, somebody did send me a, uh, a message and I'm in my email trying to find it right now. While I'm looking for that, I have to tell you, this some, This is really good news. This is really good news. If you work for the Cleveland Clinic, Cleveland Clinic has, uh, Fidelity uh, handles m- almost, I think 99% of their retirement plans, if not 100%. And they have picked a lineup of funds there that are very diversified, which is what you're supposed to do when you run uh, pensions. You want funds that don't have a lot of overlap in them. You're supposed to do that. And what that presents is an opportunity to come in and uh, it's not super highly active management, but it is active management. And you can come in and, and I'm sure you can add value by monitoring and making adjustments along the way. In fact, I used to do this uh, for several people. Uh, Their platform has improved, by the way, over the last three years. It's improved a lot. Most people are not taking advantage of that. They're just not. And it's a really good program and there's a really good opportunity. We'll be talking about that at every workshop going forward. I I think I might even start to do uh, workshops just for people who are in this and because of the, the tool that I just recently been, uh, just recently subscribed to, the uh, the tool that, that I'm going to be using. It really opens up a great opportunity, I think, for people uh, who may not uh, know a whole lot about managing money, may not know a whole lot about you know the the funds they have available to them. What would be the time to buy them? When when's the good time to sell them? You know, just coming up with a strategy for utilizing that. And we've got one that I think is really good. And it's the, uh, we've been working with people in the past on this, but it's improved. Uh, just within the last week or so, what we're doing with that has improved. And so I, I, I would call out the names of the people that had asked me to look further into this, uh, recently, but I didn't get their permission. So I, I guess I won't do that. The, uh, and, and it's a new development. So I, I'm really excited about that. So if you work, for the cleveland clinic and you're listening and you want some help with your retirement plans there you know the optional ones the 457 403 b's the uh we've got help for you i think it's a this is going to be a it's going to be a really big deal at some point in time probably do a meeting downtown near the uh, main campus um for anybody that wanted to come by there because you know the opportunity that you have is is i think is a really good one um this is, You're hearing a lot of stuff about this being the longest bull market you know in the history of the market. Well, you know what? When you drop 57%, what do you expect? <laughs> yes, the recovery is going to be a good one because the, uh, the disaster <laughs> was a big one. You've got to go back to the depression to find things that, that were that bad. Okay, so realistically... There are a lot of reasons. This, this market could keep right on going. I would not uh, expect a huge correction over the next year or two. I just wouldn't. There are a handful of stocks and the S&P 500 that are overpriced. Big deal. You're always going to have that. They do happen to make up about 25% of the uh, index. So what am I, What does that mean? If those stocks go down 40 or 50%, then the S&P is going to be down 12.5% or so, assuming that the other stocks don't receive any of the money that's come out of those stocks. If that happens, then the S&P goes flat or actually creeps up a little bit. And a lot of the uh, categories that have not performed that well over the past 5 to to 10 years are starting to kick back in now. That's a good thing. That's a really good thing. How do you position yourself for that? Well, one of the things I would really look for, I'd really look for is value. I'd look for value. The uh, What is value? Well, get to the workshop. We'll talk about it in detail. When you're driving, describing value, investing, really difficult because you can't stop and look at the math because you're driving, at least I hope you're not. looking at the math trying to figure this out while you're driving pull over value investing is basically saying hey look I know I'd like to buy this I think this is a good company but how much should I pay for that how much should I pay and with value investing you can even invest in kind of crappy companies because they're so cheap If if the price is crappier than the company then there's an opportunity (laughs) and by the way that's safer than buying a good company and overpaying for it because it's a good company that's what people do all the time they buy something they overpay for it because it's a good company and then when it goes through a normal correction or if the business for some reason struggles for a year or two that stock will be down 50 percent and sideways for five to ten years what kind of sense does that make Okay, in the short run, it may keep going up. It can; they they do it all the time. See, an overpriced stock that gets more overpriced. Nvidia comes to mind, and the Bitcoin thing, uh, the mining, all that that whole thing is ninety-five percent hype. By the way, there's five percent of it that's that's very legitimate, and that you know that's significant, but it's not what people say it is. That's, you know, people have a tendency to say a lot of things that, uh, you know, they get excited about it. I understand you get excited about it. Uh, you gotta, that's one of the reasons that, you know, if you want to be a successful investor in the long run, if you don't want to rely on luck, you gotta learn how to do this. You can't, can't rely on luck. I know a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I I was looking at uh, Ericsson, a stock that you know makes the handsets, the, the cell phones. I looked at that. I'm not even sure that's what they do anymore. In fact, I'll have to look that up. It's been so long since I looked at that company. But I remember the symbol. And the reason I remember the symbol is that I had a kid come into my office in the year 2000 and he had inherited $75,000 from one of his grandparents that had passed away. He put the whole thing... In Erickson, seventy-five thousand. When he was talking to me, it was worth three hundred and fifty thousand. And you couldn't tell that kid that he wasn't a genius, that he wasn't right. And I'm looking at the valuation on the stock. And I'm going, man, there is no way. I'm like, dude, do you do you see this? Let me let me show you something. And he started uh, getting really upset like I don't know what you're upset about the stock is still strong for a while I would probably you 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 put all your money on red and it came up red take your money <laughs> well anyway that stock uh that stock crashed and it is nowhere near the price it was back in the year 2000 It's down over eighty percent from there that's what I was talking about. You know, and and one of the uh, one of the plagues to knowing what you're talking about when you're, you know, when you're managing money, is that you're going to miss those opportunities when people get really, really, really lucky like that. You're going to miss that. He's th- this is not unique, by the way. I can't tell you how many times I've seen the same thing. Somebody bought a boatload of stock in a company that goes up. A thousand, two thousand, you know, three or four thousand percent, and they feel like you know I'm a genius. I got this figured out. I got it. No, actually, you won the lottery. <laughs> you won. <laughs> uh, and eventually, if you don't learn, you're going to give it back. You'll give it back. So now the uh, the downside to that. It, obviously, you're going to give the money back, but also you, you don't learn. You spent all those years you had holding that stock, watching it go up, thinking that you were doing the right thing, and you didn't, you know, you wasted that opportunity to learn <laughs> what it really takes to uh, make and then keep your money in the long run. Making it's one thing, keeping it's another. Very difficult. It's kind of like the, uh, oh, in the general stock market. For a company to make it up into the top 1,500 in size, just by size, size alone, to make it into the top 1,500 is incredibly difficult to do. I mean, it's incredibly difficult to do. To get into the top 1,500 companies in the United States by size alone is incredibly difficult to do. Almost as incredibly difficult as staying in that top 1,500. Because staying in there is, <laughs> is also incredibly difficult. In fact, one of the companies we're going to talk about a little bit later on today's program, this is a stock that I've, I, this is not an investment actually. But what I did, I have a very small amount of money that I will actually make a, a, a highly leveraged investment that's at the top of the risk pyramid. That's why I only do it with a little bit of money. And that's what I've done with this company. And I'll be explaining a whole lot more about that you know uh, in the last section of today's show. So I know that's something I don't want to start off with because uh, I'll end up getting a lot of people running, writing writing it down and going out and trying it. <laughs> Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I'll wait till the last segment when nobody's listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it is fun, and um, that's the one thing about stocks, the uh, you know you never know. If you look out over 10 years, 10 years from now, there's a pretty good chance that the stock market's going to be up a whole lot more than it is today. There's a good chance it'll be up more five years from now than it is today. But 10 years, the chance is much better. And the uh, I, I'm i pretty sure it's probably going to beat the 3 or 4% fixed interest rates that you can get from something that's semi-safe. You can't get a 4% super safe investment right now. You can get around three and a half, three in that range. Again, we'll be talking about that in more detail at that, at the workshop. That's going to be September 30th. That's a Thursday, by the way, that 630, go to bullingtoncapital.com to sign up online. There is no cost to attend. And, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there. We're going to have a lot of fun there. Highest re- rate of return you can get on quote safe unquote investments. Um, I just realized I hardly ever finish in a complete thought when I'm on the, <laughs> I'm on this show. It would help if somebody would call, by the way. <laughs> so if you want to call the question, or if, with a question, the number is 216-901-0945. We're going to be going to a commercial break in a couple minutes here, but the uh, 216-901-0945, you can always email me as well, bill at com. I'd be glad to try to take a look at whatever it is you wanted me to look at, and I'm having trouble finding one of the emails that we got, uh, that I got. I'll take this commercial break to try to locate it. Listen to Bill Bullington here on 1420 The Answers. Stay tuned. I'll be right back.
2: hasn't happened yet. I'm wide awake in the middle of the night, scared to death. So I pray God,
3: would you make this stop? Are you occasionally stressed, feeling fatigued? It doesn't have to be this way. Support your body's response to all kinds of stress, promote energy levels, and nurture a sense of well-being with Quantum Nutrition Lab's stress support, B12, and Adrenal Support. For a limited time, all three are on special. Buy two bottles and get the third one free. Call 888 588 7578 That's 888 888- 588 588 7578 or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's qnlabs.com.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, PhD host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only
0: promise nutrition that really works. Listen to Healthline with Dr. Bob Marshall, Saturdays at noon on AM 1420. The answer.
3: The Ohio Department of Agriculture wants to help Ohio's fruit and vegetable farmers safeguard the produce grown here. The Federal Food Safety Modernization Act requires certain farmers to take steps that ensure produce is grown and processed in a sanitary way. To help growers comply with this new law, we will do a produce safety assessment on your farm at no cost to you. Visit agri.ohio.gov to schedule your visit today. Paid for through a grant from the Food and Drug Administration. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Agriculture. Aired by the OAB and the station. I never imagined I would get into a Twitter war with Donald Trump. Mining Twitter
0: to bring you who said what in U.S. politics. What I'm saying is really the premise of that article is false. Global news, sports, entertainment, media, and breaking news 24-7. I am calling on the White House. If it's news, we're on it. Look, I thought that this would be a very popular thing that I did. If it should be news, we're ahead of it. Get Twitchy and stay connected. Twitchy.com. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing, thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's car donation program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today do you have one of those
2: bathrooms that are old outdated or impossible to keep clean well there's a new revolutionary product that transforms most baths in about two days and it isn't a one size fits all system either or a band aid over the top of your old bath Joyce factory direct specializes in bath makeovers where they completely remove your old dreary shower tub and replace it with a new custom fit solution the result is a brand new sophisticated and stylish bathroom at a great price Joyce factory directs bath makeovers system uses 100% non-porous acrylic, which means it'll stay beautiful for years to come because mold or mildew cannot accumulate. Their experts will help you with designing and choosing between different showers or tubs which are available in dozens of colors and styles, including faux marble, granite and tile. And like all Joyce Factory Direct products, it's built and guaranteed to last. Call now to schedule your free bath makeover appointment, 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com.
1: And so we're back. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. The answer here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you'd like to learn more about me or my firm, you can go to BullingtonCapital.com. You can sign up for that seminar that we have coming up where we're going to be discussing safe investments. The, um, oh, you know what? And I also, I did find the email. I found the email that was sent by a listener and he wanted to know if I could explain what existing shareholders should think when a company announces the public sale of shares of this, their stock, and well, what you can think about it is, and you're absolutely right, that the shares are, are diluted. See, when you add shares, at the board of directors, you know, takes a vote. You know, they're going to add shares. They're going to sell those shares to the public, and what they're doing is they're selling pieces of the company. That's what shares are. It's a piece of a company. So when you add more shareholders, that means if you're going to pay a dividend, you're going to have to pay a dividend out to more people. So the profits are going to be split up amongst more people. That causes this thing they call dilution. It's diluted. You're diluting the earnings per share because if you're going to pay out a dividend, uh, which comes directly from your earnings most of the time, Then you're not going to be able to pay out as much, or you're diluting those profits by spreading them out over a much larger share base. You know, two million shares is kind of a lot, actually. So, uh, yeah, what what should you think? Should shouldn't you be upset? Well, you can be. It depends on how many shares they already have outstanding. You want to take a look at that, see what kind of impact it's going to be. But generally, it's not that good of a thing. And when you add shares. No, you're bringing on new partners you're you're diluting your ownership let's say let's say you owned ten percent of the shares before, which you know probably a multi hundred millionaire if you own ten percent of a publicly traded company the uh, but anyway uh and the company comes out and adds a whole bunch more shares. Well, your ten percent may drop down to nine you know eight depends on how many shares they bring out, so you don't have as much influence over the company anymore. Because it's all done by the percentage of shares that you own. So yeah, it's that's not a great thing. That's not a great thing when that happens to, to bring out more shares. Uh, occasionally, a company will do that because they need the money. They need the money to be able to buy something or go into other businesses. And uh, so that's... And if it works out, you know, if it works out really well, and now their sales and their profits grow, and then they can do the opposite and start buying shares back. You know, so Sometimes... It's a good form of financing, and, uh, you know, but it's risk. It's risk, and you are diluting the ownership of the existing shareholders. They don't have as much uh, say. They don't have as much, uh, high a percentage as they did before. So, yeah. Should you be upset? I, I, I don't know about it. I don't know that upset. I think you have to look into it. It's generally not a good thing, uh, generally, but it can be. So, you just have to look into it and... You know, it's a, on a one-off basis, so it's going to be whatever it's going to be. and uh, You you do have the choice, by the way, to sell the stock that you do own. If you don't like what the management is doing, you can sell your stock. That's, that's one of the great things about the stock market. It reminds me of the United States. You know, being a democracy, being able to vote, you don't like who's in office, you vote for somebody else. Yeah. And if everybody gets tired of somebody... They're gone, and you get it. You don't have to shoot anybody. You <laughs> you don't have to have a war. Nothing like that. You know, it's a it's a really good positive thing. It's a positive thing. Same thing with uh, you know capitalism. You're free to invest wherever you want. If you don't like what they're doing, you're free to take that money and go someplace else. And uh, so that's a beautiful thing. Which reminds me back to, you know, we we're talking about the workshop and about the website. Look out for the bulls coming back. We're going to start look out for the bull with a value oriented model. There are a few reasons for that. First of all, it's, it's more traditional. So buy low, sell high type of strategy. Uh, secondly, value stocks have not done nearly as well as growth stocks have over the past five years or so. And it, when that pendulum swings back the other way, and it looks like it started about a year ago, value stocks have become much more popular now. They've, they're starting to close that gap. In the long run, value stocks have outperformed growth stocks. So logically, if they've underperformed for the prior five years, what do you think, You know, and they're going to outperform in the long run, what do you think you might want to be looking at? Exactly. You want to be looking at value-oriented stocks. And if you've already been in those value-oriented stocks and you've seen the slightly overpriced stocks go up and get slightly more overpriced because they're growth stocks and that's where all the money's been going. Now you've been wondering why your value stocks have started to do better suddenly because you don't see a whole lot of progress in the growth stocks. Well, that's kind of why money is kind of starting to to shift and uh, go over into those other areas that have underperformed for quite a while. And again, that's one of the reasons that, you know, if you've got a, a plan, kind of like the Cleveland Clinic, not by the way, I want to try to develop this for the police and firemen too. Yeah. They've got, um, you know, their are deferred comp programs. I think you'll be able to do this. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to do this for the uh, police and firemen. So it's a, uh, something that we're going to spend, you'll spend some time once a quarter looking at all the funds that are available reallocating your accounts trying to stay in the, uh, those that have the best performance and uh, make a difference make a difference hopefully all this effort uh, will make a difference in your um, the amount of money you're able to accumulate for retirement because that's a big deal you look at all the statistics on retirement mm, most people are gonna have to keep working for quite a while I don't mind working yeah I, I you know I really don't feel like I work I mean I feel like I'm doing what I really like to do, like all the time. <laughs> there is a bunch of paperwork. That that part, I'm I'm not real I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> I will tell you. That's work. That's really work. And especially the way that things go. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much technology uh is supposed to work and, and doesn't. Well, it doesn't work like it's supposed to. I should put it that way. Every time we turn around, something else is not functioning and we have to stick there stick it out and make it you know work with the tech support cuz our clients are dependent on that. Yeah, so are we. So that's one thing I've I've noticed over the past few years and it seems like it's just been accelerating. The past few years the technology's been changing so fast that a lot of the old technologies it it, it never worked. So they skipped it and went on to a new technology. And sometimes, uh, more often than not, it'll actually work better than the old technology. But they don't bother fixing the old technology. They, run, they roll out an entirely new platform. And it's uh, hilarious. The, uh, we've been victims of that just constantly over the past five to six years. And it seems like it's, it's really accelerated. I'll give you an example. We have this service that we provide clients. You can log on. Uh, you see the accounts that we manage. We load those up for you. You can add any others that you want to. It's called an account aggregator where you can add your checking accounts. You can add your savings accounts, credit card accounts. You can put your mortgage on there and get your statements. uh, And you can put trust documents in there, your key contacts, kids' information, whatever you want. We call it a financial portal. Okay, so this financial portal that we're putting together that we've uh, subscribed to and make available for all of our clients. They go in, they log in and uh, they hook up their 401k plans or checking accounts so they can watch it, see everything in one place. I love that service by the way. I, I think it's a great service. I think we have all of about five people <laughs> that are actually using it. I I pay a lot of money for that. The uh, It's a very good service. Tracks all your spending for you, which is what I use it for. But uh, anyway, we've got about five people using that and it breaks constantly. Why does it break? Well, it breaks because all the financial institutions out there cannot agree on a security protocol uh, that is going to be uniform across you know, the whole spectrum. Now, they should have my personal opinion and it, it'll go this way. It's gonna be biometric. You know those little pinhole cameras you have in your, your laptops? Uh that can read your face. They can do facial recognition. They're doing it now. They're already doing it. So you'll do finger recognition and then you'll swipe your finger across your uh a key on a on a MacBook. You just press your finger down on on a little area, a little piece of plastic, and it recognizes you. And that would be really hard to fake. And they can also use voice print. So you it has the microphone, you know, your voice print is is as unique as your fingerprint. So you add those three things together, it's going to be really hard to hack your account. That technology is already here. That's what's coming. It's going to get easier. So we're just sucking it up during this hard period as all these companies keep changing their, their protocols and you have to keep uh, reestablishing the links between your account's and your account aggregator, but that's something that we do for our clients, and and you know we've offered it, and some of them are taking advantage of it, very very small number, and they use it in different ways, which is fine. The uh, everybody uses it a little bit differently. Uh, basically, I set it up so that if a transaction goes through on one of my accounts that's more than five hundred bucks, it emails me immediately, and I get a text, I get a text and an email. How how cool is that? I mean, so it's watching all my credit cards. I don't have that many, but the, uh, it, it's watching all my credit cards. It's watching my, uh, checking account. And if a transaction goes through, that's more than 500 bucks. I immediately get buzzed. So I check it out. If I don't recognize it, I just get on a, on the phone. And by the way, it hasn't happened yet. I've recognized all of them, <laughs> but the, uh, if it, if, if something were to go through, that's a large thing, I can call the uh, credit card company immediately and get that fixed. So I think that's a really good service. The other thing is that at the end of the week, when I download that week's transactions, which I typically do Saturday morning before I come into the, do the show. Yeah. If I do all the transactions that occurred that week, it, it takes all the transactions from all the accounts and puts it on one spreadsheet. Now it, it's also saving that information. By the way, the company is called eMoney. It's owned by Fidelity. Fidelity. I, I pay Fidelity for uh, access to their software, to that service, software as a service. And they've got tech support and you know, the whole nine yards. Anyway, very good service, makes my life significantly easier. And more of my clients, if you're out there and you're listening uh, and you, you've heard me talk about this in the past, I'm going to continue to talk about it because it's going to make your life easier, makes my life easier, makes both our lives easier the uh and it's something that a lot of people just really aren't taking advantage of and i think that they probably should i can show you how i use it you can come into the office if you're a client if you're thinking about coming becoming a client you can come into the office we'll show you how to set it up we'll help you set it up yeah if you have problems you know we have to actually contact their tech support we're kind of the intermediary there we'll step in and we'll we'll contact them in fact we just got one fixed Uh, This week, there was a link that that went down and the company was going through some change. They already knew about it by the time we had contacted them and uh, they were working on it and they finally got it done. And it it took, I don't know, eight or nine days. Do you have really eight or nine days that you want to take out out of your life to to follow up on something like that? You know, I don't think so. It's one of the reasons that that we get paid. And uh, it's one of the things that we do that a lot of the bigger firms don't. They just don't. They don't do what we're doing. Uh, and I'm, I'm amazed that people aren't taking more advantage of it. I would the uh, uh, but once, you know, I haven't had any problem with my account now. I don't know. I can't even remember how long it's been since I've had one of those links break. That's typically all that can happen is, you know, link breaks. You got to go in and reestablish the link. Big deal. The, uh, and I love taking the, the downloads, saving them myself to another folder, by the way, through a, uh, um, you can actually Put it in the digital vault in in this program. So you could save this, all your transactions for the week. Then you take the Excel spreadsheet and you re-upload it right to the website and you just label it, put the uh, date on there, and now you've got that forever. You got that forever. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, boy, that uh, subject's going over like a lead balloon. Phones are completely dead. <laughs> Probably why so many people aren't using it. The uh, I know you have to be kind of a geek to kind of like that stuff. The uh, uh, that's okay. Speaking of uh, being kind of geeky, there's the uh, there's a company, uh, and uh, I guess I'll be starting a little bit early. We're going to go to commercial break here in a couple minutes, but I start a little bit early and, and start to talk about it. There's a company. It's called GameStop. Everybody recognizes them from the video game stores that they have uh, in the country. What they don't realize is that these guys are the largest uh, direct distributor of Apple products outside of Apple itself. They have thousands of stores that sell nothing but Apple products. You can go in there and get service, and you know, just like one of the Apple stores. They also have a uh, um, something with uh, oh, I can't remember. Uh, I think it's AT and T, and it's their T Mobile. It's either AT and T or T Mobile. I'll, I'll look it up. Anyway, GameStop does this, and then they have a couple of other stores. They've got an online uh, um, magazine that's really popular with gamers, and they sell a whole bunch of stuff. uh, Gamer, I call it paraphernalia, but yeah, they call it something else. I forget. they got thousands of those stores. Anyway, the the reason I bring this up is the valuation on that stock is very, very low. Now we're going to have to talk more about that after these messages. (laughs) This is Bill Bullington. Stay tuned.
2: You're hurting
4: hard hard. And you feel so
1: lonely But you keep on hiding Cause you feel so guilty For what you've done
3: do you ever find yourself saying i need a vacation vacation fixation can help at vacation fixation we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to mexico the caribbean and disney vacations why choose us our clients book through vacation fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip
5: of the day. How much snow on the roof is too much? That depends a lot on the way your roof was constructed. Steep and smooth roofs tend to shed snow easily while roofs that are only slightly pitched or flat tend to collect big drifts. Another important factor is the weight of the snow. Removing a heavy snow load can be tricky. If you have a multi-story house, you'd best not be climbing up and down icy cold ladders to dizzying heights. Better to leave that to licensed insured pros who have the right equipment to get the job done right. On the other hand, if you have a single story home, you can use a long telescoping snow rake to pull snow off the roof. One caution though, rakes that come into contact with shingles can do a lot of damage so look for sturdy models with small rollers that keep the edge of the rake away from the shingles finally before you start pulling snow off the roof put some thought into where the snow is going to land you don't want to damage your plants get more info at bobvila.com and right here at home with me bob vila
0: Join in your daily dose of debate.
3: Michael, I disagree with you 90%, but I never miss your show. I agree with you about 99% of the time. I appreciate your pursuit
4: of truth. The Michael Medved Show.
3: You're one of the most brilliant guys on the air, TV or radio.
4: Debated with a lot of people. I've never debated with anyone nearly as good as you. Michael Medved. You're a masterful speaker.
0: The Michael Medved Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. Here on AM 1420. The Answer. By now, you've figured out a fact of American life. The mainstream media hates President Trump. Where other presidents have been given a pass, President Trump has held to a different standard. They don't seem to want to report anything he does good. Instead, they appear to want to tarnish anything good and paint it with a negative brush. You know, sometimes they're just unable to disguise their disgust for all he stands for. Making America great again? Yeah, maybe they really don't get it or don't want it. That's why you have us. And that's why more of you are counting on us to get your news. AM 1420. The answer.
2: Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262.
3: Will you want more?
1: Your ride to our lady of the wayside. And we're back. Hey, if you got a phone call, question, comment, 216-9010-945. Got a caller hanging out there. Haven't uh don't uh know who he is because he's not up on the board. But uh anyway, if you want to call us, feel free. Also, you can go to my website, sign up for the seminar that's coming up. And that's coming up pretty quickly. Um, it's September 20th. Should be a lot of fun. The highest rate of return you can get on quote unquote safe investments. Uh, and, or you can just uh, call me 330 in the office. And uh, I did get a couple of emails. I didn't get a chance to get to, I was out of the office a lot of this week. So if you've emailed in the past week or so, uh, give me a little, uh, uh, time, I'll be able to respond to all of you by Monday. So now I'm going to go right to the phone. Uh, Is this Bill?
4: Yeah, good morning. Hey. Hey, <laughs> uh, Bill. Uh, I read, a, read an article the other day about uh, Bernie Sanders wants large employers such as Amazon, Walmart, and McDonald's fully well, we cover the cost of food stamps, public housing, and Medicaid, and other federal assistance received by their employees. Essentially, you know, the government right now is subsidizing benefits, if you will, for these low-paid workers. And I wanted to know if you think that's an important consideration when you go to decide to invest in a company like Amazon,
1: Walmart,
4: and McDonald's, who don't really pay their workers a living wage...
1: My personal opinion on that is that if this is a personal opinion and, and it's not political, it's economic. I don't think if you can't pay somebody enough to be able to live on the, uh, the wage that they're earning working 40 hours a week, you don't have a job. That's not a job. Yeah. I think you, you should be able to pay them. Uh, a livable wage if you're going to employ somebody for 40 hours a week and they're going to work hard you know people at mcdonald's they work really hard watch those guys sometime and uh, i worked in a restaurant when i was when i was young when i was in uh high school and i just don't think and that's my personal opinion so i think if you don't if you can't afford to pay somebody enough to be able to live a, a I'm not talking about an, an elaborate lifestyle, the uh, and certainly more than the uh, amount that they're going to get on welfare, because you can't live on welfare either. That's impossible. You're, you're forcing a lot of those people that live on welfare to go out and do things under the table to be able to get by. So, yeah, I guess I would be, uh, uh, I don't know that you can hold the companies. Completely. Yeah. Well, actually, you can. You can say, look, if you don't have a uh, if if that's not if you can't afford to pay somebody a living wage, then you don't have a job. You just have to uh, get that done with the workers that you are paying a livable wage to. And that would kill a lot of industries, by by the way.
4: Well, I mean, the thing is, you look at companies like Amazon, who's immensely profitable they can't afford to pay a living wage to their employees, but they choose not to because they're looking to maximize shareholder value for the benefits of the shareholder. They're not taking anything else into consideration other than just profits.
1: Well, the, uh, and, and I don't know because quite frankly, I, you know, I haven't looked at Amazon in a very long time. I don't like to look at stocks that are overpriced. So the, uh, uh, and it's not grossly overpriced; it's overpriced. It's too much. Uh, they're, they're asking too much for the stock, or the stock is selling for too much relative to the underlying value. There are a lot of things about Amazon I'm, you know, I'm kind of wary of. But the, um, I mean, Jeff Bezos has definitely done some amazing things. Are they able to pay livable wages? I don't even know. I mean, I don't know what the people that that work at those warehouses earn. I don't know if they have health insurance. I don't know anything about what goes on at Amazon. I just do know that a lot of companies are employing people that are working an awful lot of hours and they can't afford they would be better off on welfare. And that, you know, that that's not a good thing. The uh I just I just don't think you have a if you don't have a job that you can afford to pay somebody a livable wage, then you don't have a job. That's not a job. Yeah, that that's something you wish you could get done. And you can't get done without taking advantage of somebody. So, I guess the uh... the big
4: the big problem I have is you know the fact that these companies aren't paying a living living wage or offering benefits, then it ends up on the back of us taxpayers who have to subsidize the Medicare Medicaid, food stamps, and other assistance programs for these employees. So essentially, we the consumer are paying. For benefits that these companies should be paying on their own, and I really feel that's wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, and by the way, if, if they um, if they did pay them a livable wage, you you know prices would go up, and we would end up paying for it anyway. <laughs> so well, that that's, that, that, Trump that's Trump what would happen. Up. But yeah, I understand and completely. You know, I and, and I'm there with you. The uh, I think personally, if Bill Bullington were king, <laughs> then I would pass a law that unless you can pay a livable wage, you don't really have a job. There's no job there. You'd have to have a livable. And by the way, I would I would I would be assassinated like (laughs) quickly. I would be a lot less popular than Trump is (laughs) like maybe 10 (laughs) percent.
4: Got it. Okay, Bill, I appreciate your thoughts.
1: All right. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, there are a lot of things, and, and you know there are a lot of problems in the world that that don't have good solutions right now. There are a lot of them. Uh, I mean, they do. You, you could solve them. Uh, it just take it would take an incredibly large amount of um, willpower and political willpower to get those things done. I just don't think it's. I really don't think it's right that you ask people to work as hard as they work in a fast food restaurant and give them minimum wage that. No way. Yeah. So the problem is, uh, they would have to raise prices to be able to pay that kind of money. And you know what? Personally, I would pay it. The, uh, I, you know, I don't eat a lot of fast food. I, actually, I sports, I should have bought Starbucks stock back when it was 10 bucks a share about five or six years ago. <laughs> I spent a time I, most of my, uh, I, you know what? Now that I think about that, I think most of the money I spend in restaurants, it's at Starbucks. The Because, uh, uh, yeah, it is. That is funny. That's hilarious. The Starbucks pays better than the average wage. Yeah, and a lot of people that are, are working there, and they have a, a program where they pay for um, college, and I'm not sure if they pay for health benefits. I don't know. But so I think that's, uh, you know, but Starbucks also charges me close to five bucks for a cup of coffee. <laughs> So yeah, I I guess, you know, under that scenario, you can probably do that. And there are some businesses where, you know, maybe they're not charging enough to be able to pay that in that that's a quandary. Uh, So it's it's tough. It's tough. There are a lot of problems in the world that, you know, just don't know what the answers are to. Uh, I think that uh, at some point in time, it, it does get better. You look around today, things are a lot better than they were when I was a kid. We had three television stations three channels rather three channels and when the president was talking your night was shot <laughs> because those three channels were all showing the president when you're we 12 years old you don't want to watch the president <laughs> the president's the last guy you want to see yeah anyway uh today i've got so i don't even have cable anymore the uh i have no cable they are coming to install it but it's not to put the cable in so i can get the internet because I actually use YouTube TV, (laughs) and it's a streaming service. Somebody told me about another streaming service I'm going to check out shortly, but anyway, I've got a few minutes left here. If you heard anything on today's show that you'd like uh, more information on, feel free to go to my website, spillingtoncapital.com. There's a contact us button there. You can reach out to us. We will uh, try to get back to you this week. We've had a few people, and I've been in and out of the office for a uh, couple weeks now. I'll actually be out, uh, a little bit this week, but I've got Monday and Tuesday to return and answer all these emails that uh, I have sent. I think there are only about five. But the uh, I'll be glad to get back to answer any questions that I can. The uh, um, If I can't, I'll find out uh, who can answer the questions. We'll try to get that answered for you. Uh, one of the things that we've been uh, working on for, for people uh, is really this program with the Cleveland Clinic I'm really excited about. Because uh, clinic is one of the bigger employers. I think they're the biggest employer in Cuyahoga County and uh, one of the bigger employers in Summit County. So you've got a really good opportunity there. You've got a, a retirement p- program that it's a really good plan. And if you uh, want help with it, we've got models that tell you which funds to buy, which ones to sell. We, we manage money there for people that are working there. So we're going to uh, bring you up to speed on that. Uh, if you're not doing what we do there, I would just suggest you get the, uh, um, whatchamacallit, my mind is going on me, the target date funds. If you're not going to spend time managing it, just go with the target date fund. And if you don't know what a target date fund is, call me or let me know. The, uh, but if you're not going to do the target, if you're not going to spend time or you're not going to uh, seek help with that, then just get the target date fund. Because you know what? Those funds are very good, the, the plans are extremely good. Uh Fidelity does the administration on it. Uh, they've got different money managers within the plan, but Fidelity does the administration on those plans. Do you know Fidelity handles more retirement accounts than Social Security Administration does Social Security accounts?
3: Isn't that
1: amazing? That firm is huge. Uh it's one of the uh reasons we use them as one of our custodians. Now that I hear the music, that means this show is over. You've been listening to Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from eleven to noon on 1420. You can also catch this as a podcast on 95.5thefish.com if you'd like to. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck and good investing.
0: You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420. The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com.
1: Of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC.
0: The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group.